Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Tao podcast. This is where we feature news, tips and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. Jamie Adams, Chief Revenue Officer at Scorpion, a provider of technology and services helping local businesses thrive better, is here today as our guest in this episode of the Sales Star Podcast. Jamie, it's so good to have you here today. We're excited to speak with you. It's always interesting to have different kinds of conversations with sales and revenue leaders to talk about the different aspects surrounding B2B sales and revenue and rev ops trends. So we're here and excited to have this conversation. It would be great if you can first present yourself to the audience Tell us about yourself and, of course, more about your role at Scorpion. And if you can spend a moment or two also telling us more about what Scorpion is, that would be great. Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I'm Jamie Adams. I'm the Chief Revenue Officer at Scorpion. I've been at the company for about nine years, grown our, our sales team from about nine people when I joined the business to just over 70 today, plus a sales enablement sales ops, rev ops team of another 20 or so, and then also lead our marketing team. That org is about 40 people, including our SDR function. And then I also run our partnerships team, which handles partnerships that we've got with big companies like Google and Facebook. And just a little bit about Scorpion. We provide digital marketing technology and services to local service-based businesses. And we really see ourselves as helping those businesses attract, acquire, and manage more customers so that they, at the end of the day, they're better equipped to run their best business and do the things that they need to do to grow their business and to continue to thrive in their marketplace. So it's been quite an interesting time at Scorpion. There's also been a lot of recent studies and research material that you all have released. And uh, we'd like to especially dive into one of them. You recently had a study on how end users are consuming marketing messages, like when the target audience is looking at a brand's message and, you know, campaigns and things like that and how they're really interacting with it. So based on some of these recent findings, what are the key takeaways that you'd especially like to highlight to brand marketers, as well as salespeople who are listening in today? Yeah, I mean, I think to no surprise, today's consumer is highly integrated in research through digital channels. So, you know, in our case, we work with lots of service-based businesses. So these are generally businesses that are very needs-based, meaning as a consumer, you don't really think about their product or their service until you have a need. For instance, we work with plumbers. I don't really need a plumber as a consumer unless my drain is clogged up. We also work with attorneys. You certainly don't need an attorney unless maybe you're in a car accident or maybe you had some type of legal trouble and you have some type of instance that caused you to think, oh, I need to go find one of these businesses. No surprise, a lot of consumers start their research online. And one of the things that we've seen is a growing percent of consumers that leverage different digital channels to research a business. Maybe they start with just a general need search. So they go to Google and they search for a plumber or they search for a criminal defense attorney near them. What that typically leads to is down a selection process. And that selection process, they start to think about things like a business's reputation because quality is of high concern. So they're going and they're looking at the reviews of these businesses that they're doing research against. And then one of the really unique things that we've seen the last couple of years is a higher focus on price. So consumers are doing things like researching price online for these services. Again, this probably has something to do with just 
the turn in the economy over the last 12 to 18 months. But yeah, again, the path typically starts through digital channels, start very, very broad. They're looking for a selection of choices. And then they use different criteria like quality or reviews and price to help kind of narrow in the decision on who they're ultimately going to reach out to and schedule an appointment with or schedule some type of consultation with in order to actually get to the service that they ultimately want to buy. While on the one hand, it's important to craft better messaging that resonates with a target audience or segment, today there's also on the other hand this problem with having too many messages broadcasted across those same platforms all the time in front of the same audience. So when it comes to B2B tech today, can you highlight a couple of unique campaigns, marketing or even sales campaigns that you've seen out there? It could be like an email, it could be like a LinkedIn campaign that you've noticed a couple of brands run, or maybe even like a webinar campaign. Like what has really like piqued your interest or your attention? And what can others in the same field or in similar roles take away as learnings from your observation? Yeah. It's a great question. For us, the way that we reach different audiences of ours is very, very different depending on the audience. For instance, going back to the home services versus attorney idea, you know, at the end of the day, both of those company types are delivering a service typically to a consumer that's located in their area, in their geographical area. So that's how they're the same. How we reach those businesses through our marketing and sales efforts can be quite different. So from a tactical perspective, we see that reaching out to our attorney prospects by way of email delivers a much, a much better conversion to a consultation or an appointment than the home services business that we're also going after. And we also want to sell our products and services to, in which case a phone call is usually the place where the appointment conversion happens. So tactically, just the channel that we use from an outreach perspective is very, very different. Getting a little bit more broad from a strategic campaign perspective, what we see that resonates most is, and this is somewhat tactical, but I think it's oftentimes missed, is we look at things like when people come to our website, which navigational paths are they taking? So for instance, our menu at our website tends to be less about what products we sell and more about the outcomes that our customers are coming to Scorpion to help solve. And one of those is get more customers. So someone goes to scorpion.co, they go to how we help. And the number one menu item that you see is get you more customers. So we see that that navigation path on our website is the most popular by far. So when we think about campaigns that we want to run on social, but either through Instagram or maybe through more professional social network like LinkedIn, we try to orient our messaging around get more customers as a theme because we've already seen that 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 resonates with our audience and then from there we just try to, to tack on our marketing emails our sales outbound messaging around some of those same themes right hey we're here to help you attract more customers or get more customers so again those are maybe one tactical and one kind of strategic slash tactical way that we think about campaigns relative to the audience that we're trying to target 
Absolutely. So while you're while you're as a brand or as a team doing all of this, it's also crucial for both sides, marketing, sales, as well as associated uh, customer facing teams like after sales or customer support and service for all of them to sort of work more closely together, not just uh, so obviously a marketing campaign is done for a separate uh, perspective or goal. But eventually, at some point in this entire B2B journey, all of it has to align so that there are, a be- there are better experiences created for the end user from the start to the finish and also as they use a particular platform or tool or service. So what, in what ways do you feel teams today can sort of capitalize more on the insights and data that they already have to craft these journeys with more impact? The whole marketing cycle, the whole sales cycle, the whole sales journey, as well as the post-sales part but that brands especially today need to pay more attention to because you give a good service it's easier to retain your customers so what are the various ways that you have often like looked at tying all these loose ends together creating more impact with a more tightened cycle that you'd like to talk about yeah so i think one of the new opportunities that we've really started to hone in on just this year is how we can do a, a better job as a marketing organization supporting our existing customers and our client success team. So as odd as it may sound, that's a little bit of a newer muscle for us. But I would tell you that the tie out, if you will, that I think is what we're excited about is we've got quite a few, we've got, I would venture to say thousands of customers who are really big fans of the work that we do to help them in their marketplace. And again, we are providing marketing solutions to our customers. So when we do our job well, and when our products and services work well for our customers, it ultimately helps them grow their revenue. So it's a really, really impactful end result for the customer. And one of the things that we've done this year is we've really started to try to hone in on working more closely with our client success team to identify who our best customers are so that we can do we can do more client success stories and testimonial features and these aren't your simple white papers and kind of one sheeters of describing a customer and the problem they had and the outcome that we helped them achieve we're actually doing kind of very elaborate in-depth video shoots and things of that nature to bring out and tell the story of our customer their success working with us And that's an asset, a marketing asset that we can leverage as a sales organization. So we can use that to go out and showcase it to prospects that we want to work with that maybe fit that same ideal or that same customer profile. And then we can also, our client success teams can use those assets to maybe do cross-sell, upsell, or just simply promote, hey, this is a really happy customer. Here's a new video testimonial of their experience working with us. We hope you've had the same experience. And we'd love to talk with you more about how we can partner more closely. So again, I think the client success story is the catalyst to how marketing not only supports kind of our new sales efforts, but also supports our client success and our cross-sell upsell efforts. This has been a very interesting conversation and we thank you for spending this time with us sharing all these insights and best practices. And we're definitely going to have you back again sometime soon to dive deeper into one of these topics. But until then, we wish you and the team at Scorpio all the very best. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Have a great day.